0: Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Welcome, my friends.
1: Come Together San Diego. Yes, indeed, we have hit the air, and we've got some remarkable topics in fact, they are some topics that perhaps you have passively thought about and less passively these days and more seriously as you look around what's going on in the world and you say, God, how are you going to solve it? And he may be maybe whispering in your ear, my child, how are you going to solve it? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the, the, that. And my, one of my favorite people in the world, uh, his name is John Rutke, but, but I'm going to define him in one word intense a, and so he's here with me in the studio and our producer Christiane lawrence is in the, in the studio as well we may have her chime on in if god gives her something that john and i aren't talking about that need needs to be talked about but when i say he's intense uh, and i'm a little, little tongue in cheek in this he deals with the tabernacle of moses and the tabernacle of david so he's intense in that way but he is also intense one uh, every time i meet with him you know he we, he I, Christiane described when the Holy Spirit gives him something, it's nonstop. He just goes right between the eyes on that. And uh, that's a remarkable trait. And uh, God's Holy Spirit's coming alongside him and go, mm. Yes, John, you can say this. Oh, no, maybe you shouldn't say this right now. So, John, good to have you.
2: Thank you, Kaz. What a joy to be here.
1: Yes, it is a joy to have you here as well. And I, especially because of your background, and we've, we, you know, we've walked the path together in many instances yes, as well. Yes, we have. Um, one of the things the jesus movement is a is, is a, a a phraseology that you speak frequently about because you were involved years ago in the early the early venue of that and uh lonnie uh frisbee was a friend of yours and yeah. he impacted you greatly and you know the movie which is uh now out as as well um the name of the movie is Jesus Revolution, Jesus Revolution mm-hmm. uh, is out as well. And I thought we'd start out the show maybe talking a little bit about what that was back in that day yeah. and what God is making it in these days yes. and how our listening friends play a vital role. Handing the baton to you, John Rutke. <laughs> you <laughs> Thanks, know, going to have some fun in the middle of this. <laughs> I hope you're uh, traveling along with us, my
2: listening. Yes, team. yes. Well, you know, it, what's interesting, uh, Kaz, is I met with uh, – the president of Biola, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the leaders, and he wasn't the president, uh, he was the head of the Billy Graham mm-hmm. Wheaton College uh, School, and he was the head of that particular part of that university. And they both came, and I met with them, and they said, we're scholars, we believe that the Jesus movement should be classified as a Great Awakening. Oh, yes. It completely changed the landscape of Christianity as we know it, everything that we see within the church structures of how how we see it and perceive it now was completely influenced by that move of God. Yes. And because it was a countercultural move of God, yes. what a lot of people don't realize is uh, right alongside of that move of God was another move of God called the charismatic movement. Mm-hmm. One was towards the institutional church. Mm-hmm. The other was towards the counterculture. yes. And that, when I say counterculture, this is a group of people you would never, ever have expected Jesus to so come they, and get are, a hold
1: of. Are you saying they weren't wearing three-piece suit and ties? You know what? And, that three-piece uh, suit and tie and, just and, didn't work and, out. And, and man. And hair buns up to the sky. <laughs> you mean that's not what they look like?
2: Man, it was completely <laughs> the antithesis of that, and it was completely outside of that scope of work. And and if you know only like my parents, who were World War II people, yes, you know they. We lost them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was probably around the late 60s where the Beatles mm-hmm. and the Rolling Stones sure. and all of these guys started to come onto the scene. And, you know, they were used to the radicalness of something like, uh, you know, Elvis Presley. Sure. But this was a whole nother deal. Mm-hmm. And you mix that other deal with long hair, complete change of your culture, mm-hmm. drugs,
1: and shoes every once in a while.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just <laughs> how it was, you know, and getting back into that whole thing. But it was really a, a, a rebellion mm-hmm. of the young people from uh, the but, status uh, quo.
1: Okay, rebellion from the status quo. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yes. So
2: that's a big deal. And then you mix in with that a revolutionary kind of a theme because of what was happening with the assassination of JFK. I mean, and Robert says, Kennedy. And Robert well. Kennedy and Martin Luther King. Yes. So these were radical things that were happening, and there was a, just an upsurge of things that were happening. So in the mix of there, and, and I, I shared this on a podcast not too long ago—the number one selling song in 1969 is We're on the Eve of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Barry McGuire Barry wrote that song. Barry McGuire mm-hmm. ultimately became a believer in Jesus yes. soon after that and became a real strong voice mm-hmm. in the Jesus movement. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, uh, so you saw music, you saw all kinds of things changing culturally. Yes. And introduction of drugs, okay, like sure. our parents, that was a drop-off point for them. They had no idea what what happened to us, you know. But God was doing a work. God was starting to make a move towards that counterculture group of people. You know, and,
1: and, and the Jesus Revolution movie uh, gave a modest... Overview of that. But as I watched it, I, I'm with you on, on what I noticed there. You've got had the Lonnie Frisbee um, uh, and Chuck Smith yeah. personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't be much different from one w- versus the other, oh, I, yeah. I would say. Oh, yeah. And uh, ultimately, when the the movie crescendoed, it began to focus on the Chuck Smith component mm-hmm. instead of the Lonnie Frisbee moment. And I, I noticed that severance uh, very
2: obviously. Yeah, it was a distinctive kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And and really the, the they did a good job. I yeah. think that they did a good job. And like I uh did a podcast on on uh that whole thing of that movie coming out before the movie came out I didn't even seen the movie. I did a podcast and it went viral, you know, and I knew that the most dynamic person that would be in that movie would be Lonnie. Yes. And so the question that would come out of that movie is where What happened to Lonnie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I, I felt like I needed to get ahead of that so I could do—and I did a podcast on that. And uh, you could see that on Jesus Movement 2.0, and uh, you'll see me explaining that and actually reading the books that Lonnie had written. Sure. So—
1: I'd like to talk a little bit about that. We've only got about three minutes left in this segment, but okay. I can carry over to the next segment. Sure. You know, there was a distinct moment in that motion, that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it, Kelsey Grammer and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a remarkable movie yeah. and wonderful scenes, baptism scenes and things yeah. like that. It was absolutely remarkable. But there was a very clear severance of the two different points of view right. when and my listening friend, many of you, many of you who have seen the Jesus Revolution show, you know what we're talking about. If you don't, you need to see it because yeah. it's, it's inspired. Mm-hmm. But the, the the point in the movie was where Lonnie says, "I think I have a word for the for the for the congregation," right. and he was going to stand up and he was going to make a declaration. Right. And the other character, uh, uh, the uh, Kelsey Grammer was Chuck. No, that wasn't Chuck Smith. But
2: yeah, he played Chuck Smith. He, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: but but at that juncture, he said, "You know, it's it's uh, it's not time to do that. You can't just when you get the." Feeling that you can't, and you can't go out and just declare this. We're doing a service here, mm-hmm. and so when it, when I I knew that you have a, had a relationship with Lonnie Frisbee, I'm going. That kind of character is a John rutke character. I've seen you in, in an <laughs> environment before, and when God gives you something, you know. You you have a modest approval by the people that are there, mm-hmm. but you, you you just go, and here's where we're going. <laughs> and I, 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 I have, that's one of the things I love about you. You are a free flow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Lonnie was free flow yeah. for sure. But, uh, you know, Lonnie was heavily also influenced by uh, Catherine Coleman. Yeah, oh, yes. And then they had that little portion in there that I felt didn't have represented mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was a couple of things I'll tell you. When I got into that movie, I began weeping, just because the guy looked like Lonnie. He he, uh, it it was just true to to the form of who Lonnie was. Yes, and Lonnie's been dead for now thirty years. So
1: that's amazing. No, what was your? Give us a little clue about what your relationship with Lonnie was, and then we're going to delve into this in more great detail. Because the, the scripture says, I think in Ecclesiastes chapter one, that which was is and that which is shall come to pass in the future because there's nothing that's new under the sun yeah. and the things that happened back then mm. are happening now and they're going to impact the things that are happening in the future so the, that but even even that was uh a, a postlude to the things that happen in in the you go through the bible this this differentiation of the different you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees mentality, you know, was going on back then as well. Yeah, So a little bit about your relationship with Lonnie, and then we're going to dive into the next segment and open some doors and some eyes. Sounds good. John Rutke. Uh Thank you. About a minute.
2: Okay. So, well, to have a minute to do that, we'll take... uh, No, this is the tease. You're setting setting the stage. Let Let me just say it like this. God used Lonnie in my life at a... Critical time in my now, life. Now
1: you were a young man.
2: Yeah, I was young. I was uh, 23, mm-hmm. and so I was in a season of my life where I went through a really difficult time, and actually was studying for the ministry. Is that right? And that, yeah. And God brought Lonnie into my life, and I'm telling you, it was a big change that happened as a result of that.
3: My,
1: my, my, my listening friend, uh, you need to know that there's. Uh, If you've been in the church environment or if you've been among the body of Christ, you know there are different characters. (laughs) And you're one of them, my listening friend, by the way. And see, God has a strategic desire to bring all the different pieces of this massive puzzle together. And the denomination may be less relevant than you think. It's the character of the person. So what we hope to ferret out as we do this broadcast is help you identify your puzzle piece, and how it might fit with other people, because this is not a time for sitting uh, on in the uh, in the armchair being a, a, you know a couch qu- quarterback. It's time to be activated and in the thick of the fray, because that's what you're built for. So uh, John Rutke and I were going to talk a little bit more about um, uh, Lonnie uh, Frisbee, and we're going to talk a little bit about the different characteristics of the different parts of the body of Christ. That's you, and how we all come together. And how God has his church as he expected for a long time. We'll be right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K Praise. Hello, my friends, to the second of eight
1: segments on Come Together San Diego. And yes, 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 I have an ulterior motive. <laughs> Absolutely. It, you know, because of the title of the show, Come Together San Diego, my ulterior motive is always bringing the body of Christ together. And sometimes it's a body of Christ that know you're part of, a, of the body of Christ and others uh, are not quite sure. They're just kind of listening in or they tune on the on the dial. And then somebody mentions something that's of interest to them and they hang there. And we hope Two things number one, we hope that it brings you if you 're a believer in the Lord closer to the Lord, but if you're a person that's out there going, uh, sure, I believe about Jesus and in Jesus sorta and will bring you and crystallize that relationship of intimacy between the Lord and you so it has a twofold strategy, but within that twofold strategy there's other pieces to the equation is within the body of christ you you may be a certain denomination and uh why don't you just go ahead and scream it out I'll be listening and say, what's your, denom- you know, I heard eight or 10 different denominations screamed out there <laughs> and you're one of them. So the question is, and some of these different people have different points of view that they can be fighting words if you're inclined to fight. Yeah. And so God doesn't want us fighting. He wants to find the common denominators and use your strength. To somebody else who doesn't have those strengths, and together, if one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000. That's the dynamics that he's trying, desiring to do through his body. Amen. And John Rutke is with me, and uh, Lonnie Frisbee, back in the day of the Jesus movement, back then, um, there were various factions or fractions of believers as well Mm. and god was strategizing even back then uh that he had plans to bring these things together i'm going to hand the baton to you uh, again to talk about lonnie frisbee and the relationship that john you not only you had with him but that that there were different denominations in a way vying uh in those days and god was actually Desiring to take it past the vying mode into the intimate relationship mode, John Rutke.
2: Well, you know, uh, of all people that God would use, Lonnie would not be the one (laughs) you would choose. You know, (laughs) he was uh, coming out of Hate Ashbury, Mm -hmm. and uh, actually, that historians say that Hate Ashbury was ground zero for the Jesus movement. It was ground zero for the gay movement. It was ground zero for you know, uh, Summer of Love. Sure.
1: And anti-Vietnam and anti-war, anti-government. It was a
2: a centerpiece. And it was a couple of older couples. When I say older couples, they were in their late 20s, early 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Our our motto was don't trust anybody over 30. So, you know, it it was uh, a couple of couples that decided that they had to reach out to the hippies because they were starting to – Have a tremendous impact on the culture. Mm -hmm. And so they were believers in Jesus. And so they said, we love Jesus. We don't believe that the church structures can reach out to this community because they won't know how to reach out to them. It's a foreign field. It's like, you know, going into coming from, you know, uh, uh, Fresno down into the Congo, you know, I mean, that's (laughs) a big jump there, you know. And so, um, so what, what happened was they started outreaches in the hippies like uh, Golden Gate Park and, sure. you know, just they they bought they didn't buy a house, they rented a house, and they would start to bring people in that were having bad acid trips. Well, oh, Lonnie happened to be in San Francisco at the time on an art scholarship of all things. Mm-hmm. So he was a young guy, you know, 17, 18. He's at the Art Institute. He's exploring all of these things. And what happened was... They picked up Lonnie on one of these streets. It was kind of like a big gill net going out there. And he was one of the fish mm-hmm. caught in that gill net. And sure enough, man, Lonnie took it hook, line, and sinker. He was before that in a flying saucer cult, mm. So he was kind of uh, – but, you know, there was a lot of that. By the way, man.
1: that's in the news today as well. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. What goes around comes around.
2: Exactly. Oh, it is, huh? Boy, isn't that the truth? The truth. Yeah, I've got some stories about that one too, but I don't want to talk about that. We'll get sidetracked here. But, you know, Eastern mysticism was a big thing. Yes. Uh, You know, um, I would say that uh, people were going off into – because of LSD, that people Mm -hmm. knew there was a supernatural dimension. I certainly experienced that Mm -hmm. myself, you know? And uh, so we knew that there was a supernatural uh, dimension, but we couldn't find it so much in the church structure. Because it was so structured. It was mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, kind of um, too sterile. <laughs> but
1: wouldn't you know it? These young people began digging into Scripture, and they could find it there, yeah. and they, they go into a church environment and think they're going to find the duplicate of what they've read in Scripture, and not necessarily so. Yeah. They may find pieces of it. And in today's church environment, sadly, much of that is valid today, too. Yes. You, know, you know, they're... they're Scripture is the thing that really needs to be embraced, and we believers who are those of us who are, those who are pastors and teachers and prophets and apostles and things like that, we need to be a reflection of the written scripture, yeah. uh, the logos in rhema form. Yeah. If yes, you can Amen. That. Amen.
2: Yeah, and you know, I, I would say it like this: read, do a cursory look at the Book of Acts. Yes, look at the Book of Acts. How does that match up with where you are at?
1: Yes. And that's, how does that match up with the, the, the church church right now. You take the supernatural thread. Yeah. You take
2: the supernatural thread out of the book of Acts you have no story. Mm-hmm. It's all supernatural. Mm-hmm. You know, and the struggles and it's very realistic. It's sure. a great narrative on what had happened. And so that's how it was. Lonnie gets caught in that gill net. He gets into that community. God begins to really use these people to help ground him. Mm-hmm. In the scriptures, but there was another dynamic that was happening, and that was the dynamic of the Holy Spirit. come on, and the Holy Spirit was coming upon the young people at that time with great power, like we had no I personally had no background at all mm-hmm. in these things. Uh, I was a very devout Buddhist myself.
1: you were a Buddhist.
2: yeah, I was a very oh devout my. Buddhist and and uh grew up on the east Coast led my whole family into Buddhism, led all my friends into Buddhism. I was very, you know, I was on that path, you know, seeking for reality, you know. And so what happens was we had just—we not only had the born-again encounter with who Jesus Christ was, but we had the power of the Holy Spirit that came upon us. There was three things I always say that the Jesus movement really stood for, and I'll get back to Lonnie's story in a minute here. But one of them is getting born again. Never yes. even heard the term.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my goodness. That was like, a re- that re- when that reality hits you, that Jesus Christ is the Savior, he was the Lamb of God, that John introduced him onto the landscape of humanity to, and that he was also the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Yes, He introduced him as two components, one as a lamb, one as a baptizer. Well, we found him as a lamb and as our Savior, and the power of the gospel— was having such an impact on our lives that it was it was breaking the power of sin. And then we got baptized in the Holy Spirit and the power of God came and broke the power of the demonic spirits off of us. And we started to become powerful witnesses. That's an interesting term. It is you shall be my witnesses. Mm -hmm. You know what that word means? Martyr. Martyr. We were ready to lay it all down. Yes. We're ready to lay it all down. And so and that we did. And so there was those two components the Jesus the Savior, Jesus the baptizer, and community. Yes. Community was a big part of who we were as a, a collective group of people because there were so many of us getting saved. And so God was prepping this little Pied Piper up there mm-hmm. in uh Ashbury to come down to Costa Mesa, which is where he grew up. Yes because he had led so many people into LSD and things like that, he said, man, I want to come down there and redeem that thing, because I screwed it up.
1: <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this, and I'm going to switch gears a little bit, because in the church today, there are those whom we call evangelicals, mm-hmm. and there are those whom we call either charismatic or Pentecostal, or mm-hmm. a little bit of both, mm-hmm. and then there's other people on the fringe that you hard to really identify who they are, but they have a... A vigilant love for the Lord Jesus Christ, mm. and a lot of those people are out of the church environment. In fact, they may not even know a lot of the verbiage that uh, Bible teachers you know, declare. You know, uh, e- even the phraseology of baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm. They know when some uh, when the Spirit of God stirs them and moves them, but they wouldn't. Oh, that's oh, that's what it is. Mm. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment. The different uh, derivations of of the church these days and how Holy Spirit has played a role and is playing a role even though to the people that say you're you're speaking in tongues oh that's terrible you know that's not so much anymore as as it was in the past but the, the God's got a plan for every facet of people and every every denomination that's it, a godly denomination yes. to come horizontal with one another yes. and make an impact. Amen. We want to talk a little bit more about that because the things that were going on, the stirring that was going back in the Jesus movement back in that day, the stirrings are happening now. But you can look way back in Scripture and those stirrings were happening then. Yeah. But God's saying, I want to resolve those stirrings and I want you unified and empowered because we're in the last days and yeah. each one of you has a piece of the puzzle that the other person doesn't have. Yeah. How is that coming together? You, you want to talk about that in the next segment? Sounds good. John Wettke and Kaz <laughs> will be right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego. is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise with Cass Taylor.
1: Hello, my friends. You know, if you ask somebody to define what a Christian is, depending on the denomination where these people hang, they'll define that term differently. And God defines it more eclectically or more more specifically about the heart. It's a heart relationship rather than a uh, doctrinal stance. John Rutke was with me, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. He was involved in the Jesus movement back a few decades ago. Uh, Lonnie <laughs> Frisbee, one of the key people. And you mentioned a few other names of people that many of our listeners would be familiar with as well. But my listening friend, here's the deal. God is really interested in an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. And when we commit ourselves to an intimate relationship, then the stuff that he—, that he, he he's put each one of us in, in an, envi- an environment where we feel like, this is my church. And God wants to use the— the biblical knowledge that you got, the different people have poured into you, but he doesn't want you to use that exclusively because there are other people to your left and to your right that have been poured different things into you, and um, God wants to blend us together because he's got big plans. John, why don't you take that and run with it? John,
2: you know, I I think that, uh, you know, God is not a respect of persons. He has a plan for each and every one of us. And how you've grown up has a lot to do with your worldview, your perspective, sure. the grid that you're looking at life through, especially if, if you've grown up in a church structure, you know, so you, you, you'll have a, there's a propensity for you to look at the, the uh, your walk with Jesus through that grid. Well, let me tell you something. There's a bigger picture than Come you on. could ever imagine yes, yes. that God wants you to look at things through because he's a big God. Yes. And we have, Been living on food stamps in the body of Christ, (laughs) and we need to we need to come alive like never before. There's a tsunami. I don't know if any of you have uh, been paying attention out there, but there's a disaster out there (laughs) There waiting to hit us. On a if you get a little geopolitical here, you you'd be shocked at what's coming to our economy and everything else. It doesn't take much to just scratch the surface and see the economy.
1: You got medical you got the family issues you have government all that you know we talk there's nothing that is not about ready to get uncovered being targeted by the enemy
2: yeah uh, ai is coming Um, people that have no idea how that's going to impact us so you know uh if i could just pull back just a little bit back to that jesus movement time period you know there was the three things we got born again okay that was radical for us The, the right now God has been moving through the last 50 years from this move of God that you see thousands and tens yes. of thousands of people coming to Jesus, but it's nothing compared to what's about ready nothing, to happen. Nothing,
1: absolutely nothing.
2: I mean, we are on par of the great, greatest awakening that's about ready to hit us. But that can be saved for a little later in the in the segments so that we're going to come into. But, you know, the, the reality is this, that God is about ready to uh, move— us into a place like we've never been moved to before. Like I said before, in the Jesus movement, there was the great awakening that happened of the Savior, of the Baptizer, and the Holy Spirit. And I put an emphasis on this only because that is such a critical p- part of who we are and what we're about. Jesus said it in the book of Acts, in a resurrected body, no less, he says, wait for the promise of the Father. Yep. You shall receive power... When the holy spirit comes upon you that word power there is the word dunamis yes. we get the word dynamite from that word you shall receive power and you will become my witness again the word is means a martyr you will be empowered by him with a supernatural power from on high that will allow you to become a voice for him that will cast all fear aside come on that you'll come out of yourself You know, I say the greatest hindrance to God consciousness is always (laughs) self-consciousness. I'm telling you, you want the Spirit of God to come on you and break the power where you are not so self-aware that you are proclaiming the name of Jesus with no fear attached to it. Mm That's what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is. Moving with great signs and wonders yes. and these kinds of things. Again, the book of Acts is filled sure, with these sure. kinds of things. The life of Jesus filled with these kinds of things and he says you'll do greater things. Yeah.
1: You know, there's a scripture in I think it's in the book of Acts where the many of the disciples were being persecuted literally for declaring Jesus and uh then they were, you know, the Romans did some damage upon them and and but they left that environment rejoicing that they were found worthy to suffer for Christ's sake. I mean, that's a different kind of attitude than what's going on in these days. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people know that different bad guys are watching them and Mm -hmm. uh, they might get reported for this or or making your stand. And, you know, uh, there may be a a quasi law. That's not really a, a constitutional law that, People may be coming at you you with it and trying to make your life uncomfortable. But when you realize who is really in control, it's not you, it's the Lord. And how many of us can leave those stressful environments and declaring that uh, God has blessed us because he counted us worthy to suffer for his sake? I mean, where's that mentality in the body of Christ these days?
2: Yeah, big time. Well, we're about ready to see a shift coming. On, on on a level like we've never seen before. So, so I want yeah I want you to set this up because we're going to yeah, spend some time talking yeah, about this. I believe I believe yes it, it's I'm t- been telling people get prepared for what is coming because it's it's a it's category five hurricane coming at us mm, from mm. a from the dark side. Yes, you know there's that antichrist spirit that's being released upon the world like right now over the United States. Sure oh my goodness, we're seeing corruption on levels like we could never have imagined. Yes. you know We're old enough now, Kaz, you and I, that we know the world we grew up in is yeah, gone. It's gone. It is gone. It's just gone. Sure. It's just how it is. So uh, the reality of the kingdom of God has got to be a reality in your life. Yes. If you're counting on your church structure, your denomination or whatever you're leaning into, good luck. Yeah. If you're not leaning into him, that's right. To to the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That's right. If you are not absolutely yielded to him and surrendered to him, you're just playing church.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times people have definitions of different things. You know, I stand for this, that, and the other. But the truth of the matter is, are you one with the Father through the Son, empowered by Holy Spirit? Amen. Yes. Yes then all these other tags are basically irrelevant. But but in, in a way, you can have other people that are connected to you that have a similar point of view, and you can be kind of the launching pad for them to go, I haven't looked at it that way or, you know, I've always I hung around this denominational point of view, and I was told by my pastor or leader to steer clear of these other people because they're <laughs> bad influences. But God's saying, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're all part of my body, and wait till you see what I can do when you guys are together. So, you know, I think we're going to talk about in the next segments, we're starting to get into some heavy, nitty-gritty kind of stuff, the things that are coming down now, hmm. and the same things that were coming da- down uh, modestly back in decades ago mm-hmm. uh, are really coming down now you know yeah. in, in back in the day you know bible expositors would go in the future this is going to happen this is going to happen you know but scripture is being fulfilled and those things they uh, the influence of the bad guy is front and center these days yeah. and it's just not uh, abstract now it's yeah. in our face yeah. Yeah. so what is god about to do and what role will our listening friends have to play in that i'm going to talk have you t- and i talk about that in the next segment, any any further food for thought? We got about a minute for this segment.
2: Yes, again, concludes. you know, God picked the most unlikely group of people <laughs> that you could ever <laughs> no, imagine, exactly. and He saved us by the hundreds of thousands. Yes. He's going to do that and more when mm-hmm. spades. Yes, and He's going to plunder all kinds of communities in this up and coming move of God that's coming. Yes, and so, you know, but without the without the presence of Jesus in your life, without the power of the Holy Spirit over your life. It's just not going to happen.
3: You
1: know, know, there's a scripture that says judgment must begin in the
2: house of the Lord.
1: We don't pay too much attention to that. We go, we're Christians. We're going to be escaping these things. But if judgment begins in the house of the Lord,
2: why? Because
1: he wants to temper us with this judgment thing because the the enemy won't be able to handle the judgment. But God's kids will because he's given us Holy Spirit. So. We're we're in a, the thick of some very challenging things, and you talk about tsunami. There's a natural and there's a spiritual, but tsunamis are on the way in a very real sense. And my friend, no matter what area of influence you're involved in, whether you're an educator, or whether you're you know uh, a, a medical person, whether you're a farmer, whatever, whatever, or a fisherman, whatever your trade is, that trade is being targeted by the bad guys. Mm. And God wants you to band together horizontally with other believers. And uh, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail.
2: Amen. Amen. That's
1: right. So we're going to be talking about that, what that looks like. But my listening friend, if you read the newspaper, you get on the radio, or you, you're actually just being trying to be sensitive about all the crapola that's going on in the world today, God says, I put you here for such a time as this. That's we're right. going to discover what that sounds like, look like, looks like, and is like through you, my listening friend. With John Rutke and I come right back.
0: More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on KPraise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on praise Here's Cass Taylor.
1: Well, welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. John Rutke is a guy who's been around for a long time. That's not an insult, John. No, 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 it's not an insult because I've been around for a long time as well and uh we've had uh, decades of relationship with the lord and yeah. we've been growing as a result of that yeah. but different people have similar backgrounds as far as years with the lord but the truth of the matter is each one of us is a different puzzle piece mm. And so what God wants to do is to help us identify our puzzle piece and say, hey, there's a person over there that has a similar, they have a convex when we have an invex or mm-hmm. whatever the right term. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe we need to fit together in some way. Yeah. So I, I see that I fit together in many ways with you. Yes. But, it, but 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 uh, that doesn't mean that we've had the perfect life or lifestyle. In fact, we've treaded our own path and made a lot of mistakes. And maybe the, those have been our little gouges, and mm. those gouges may be another part of a puzzle piece that another pers- person can fit in, and, and all of a sudden, we're a f- we become the body of Christ.
2: Yeah, you know, I uh, so, and one portion of Scripture talks about being living stones, being oh, fitly like yeah. joined, f- fitly you know? joined together. And that's you know, I, it's funny if you're building a wall with uh, you know raw stones, it's you you have to maneuver these things in with oh, one another, right. you know, yes, and yes. so that they can find their natural kind of a, a space where they're supposed to be, yes. you know. And then again, the body is is a body. It's yes. ligaments, it's tendons, uh, it's it all of those kinds of things, yes. you know. And I, I I think that it's critical for people now to find where do you fit into the body of Christ. That's right. That's what right. what are as a living stone, what wall are you supposed to be in right now?
1: Yeah. Oh that's so good. Yeah. I need to take a little take care of a little business if you you uh, go indulge me here. Yeah. My listening friend, one of the things that we do on Come Together San Diego and on KPRZ is we identify different venues and things that are going on, not only in this community, but also some national and international things. And there's something, a national promotion that I would like to bring to your attention. There's a cruise that is going on October 26th through September 4th. It's called, listen to this, the Deeper Faith Cruise. And it's exploring the spectacular part of... uh, Uh, Paul's journey, you know, in the Mediterranean cruise, you're going to see some of the different areas that Paul made himself available to and in, and it's a remarkable cruise, and it's a a cruise undergirded by Alistair Begg. He's a a powerful teacher in the body of Christ. So the cruise is happening August 26th through September 4th, and I encourage you to go. Let me give you a a website to find out more about this because, uh, you know, it's always nice. One of the things as I visit... Israel, fairly frequently these days, when I visit Israel and I see the things that are in Scripture, I go, I didn't understand it that way until I actually saw it. Mm-hmm. And going on a cruise uh, along the Mediterranean is one of those times. Take note of this web information. Deeperfaithcruise.com, deeperfaithcruise.com. I'm going to give the number in this address again. one eight five 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 six five fifty five nineteen. 855 565 5519 But again, deeperfaithcruise.com. Alistair Begg and the Deeper Faith Mediterranean Cruise. Find out more, and maybe some of us will see one another aboard. John Rutke. Now, we we're talking about the body of Christ, and we're talking, you know, it's phenomenal that the things that are going on now. There are a lot of different movies that are very timely that are happening sequentially side by side here and different TV shows and things like that. Where would you like to take this? You got about six or seven minutes.
2: Okay. Well, you know, uh, I found it interesting that uh, it was just in February Mm -hmm. that the Asbury revival happened. (sighs) Ah, yes. It was, was, uh, you know, the last time that that happened was in 1970. (laughs) Guess what else happened in 1970? The Jesus
0: movement. Oh, my. Come on, people.
2: (laughs) Come on, people. And so, you know, right after that week of the Asbury revival starting, the movie came out, Jesus revolution
1: uh-huh. I yes. find that fascinating that fascinating. those
2: two things happened, sure, side by side, and it was i mean it sparked a lot of buzz in sure did. not just the body of Christ but just in the world in general mm-hmm. and people started to come into this kind of a thing, and then you throw into the the chosen the chosen movie. yes I absolutely. mean that thing's uh, gotten a billion views already. Sure. You know, so there's a spiritual hunger. There's a spiritual interest. Uh, Even you see the fashion in kids right now. It's all going retro. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at like my grandkids. They're all wearing bell bottoms and looking (laughs) like they're in the '70s. I'm going, "Hey, what is this?" (laughs) You know, you 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 missed it by fifty years. You know, did you get into Grandpa's closet? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's enough of that, Cass. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it these. Things are happening, and yeah. then, and you know, uh, we, we've got other movies sure. that are coming out. Oh, One yeah. of the movies is Come Out in Jesus' Name. Yes. I mean, l- listen, I've been doing so much deliverances lately, you yes. know, of casting demons out of people. And, you know, y- y- it, this used to be a one-off kind of a thing, you yes. know? I mean, I, I would say in the last five years I've cast more demons out of people than in the last 50 years, you know? And so something is happening. There's an uptick in these kinds of things. And then you've got these young guys coming up with this movie, and it broke all the records for the movie theater for people to come in there and people are getting delivered in the movie theaters watching the movie. Yeah,
1: I'm hearing about that. That's absolutely amazing. And then they carry it out to the lobby and everybody that's meandering around the lobby gets a taste of it as well. That's God's style. Yeah, no,
2: I I find... (laughs) And and these movies are playing side by side with Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, if they're coming out of the closet, we're coming out of the closet. (laughs) Absolutely. And there's another movie that's coming out. You might want to share about that. Well,
1: thank you. You know... You know, years years ago, the uh, 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 Jesus Christ, uh, the movie, uh, uh, Mel Gibson yeah. did that Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. They, this kind of set the stage for many other people saying, "Boy, that's a tough movie." I mean, but but it set the stage for other movies coming out yeah. as well. So you just gave a whole uh, variety of different movies that are coming out now in the exact right time for the things that the world is uh, facing. Yes. And uh, there's one that's happening soon. It's actually supposed to be uh, available in the theaters on July 4th. Uh, uh, Jim Caviezel, the guy that uh, Mill Gibson had starred as Jesus in his movie, The Passion of the Christ, uh, is also starring in this movie that's called The Sound of Freedom. But the tact of this movie and the conf- the the information in this movie, we talked about it off air a little bit, but... My listening friend, there are certain things that you, in the church environment, you say, you know what, that's too deep for me, that's too heavy for me, I'd rather not deal with it. The t- child, the child, uh, um, what's the right word for that, the ch- child abuse... Thing, trafficking. Uh, trafficking, thank yeah. you. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Child trafficking and, and abortion and everything like that. This is front and foremost right now. And a lot of people, well, here we are, we're in San Diego, uh, come together San Diego. The, there's border very close to us, and children are actually being brought across the border, and they're wearing these little name tags. And the name tags gives a a contact, and they then the the people on the border go, okay, we'll just ship this person to where that contact is. And those people that are are their contact have ulterior motives against those kids to take advantage of them and maybe ship them to other countries or abuse them sexually. I mean, this is happening on our San Diego Mm -hmm. border right now. I, I mean, and a lot of people go. Oh, I, I, I don't. I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to sweep that under the carpet. But the truth of the matter is, we can't be sweeping things. That's only one of many things that's going on right now. We can't be sweeping these things under the carpet. God's going to have us do some things about it. Any further thoughts? And we'll carry this theme into the next segment.
2: Yeah, I think that um, you know we're in a time where, and we also shared this together. It's an Isaiah 60 time. Yes. Where the glory of the Lord is Mm -hmm. about ready to rise upon Mm -hmm. his people. Mm -hmm. Powerful. His glorious presence. And then you've got great darkness. Covering the earth. Covering the earth. Covering the earth. You've got both things coming simultaneous. And so we're in the vortex of that right now. And God is about ready to bear his arm like we've never seen before. He's a jealous lover. Yes. God is not to be mocked on any of these kinds of things. And so... You know, again, getting back to the church, yeah, he's exactly. going to drop a plumb line over the church because judgment starts at the house of the Lord. Ah. We've got to be mindful of this. Yes. Plumb line is going to drop over the church. God is about ready to shake everything that can be shaken. Yes. So be I, I think as the body of Christ, we need to be mindful of, you know, what time is it? You know, there's a group of—a tr- a tribe that God set apart or David made mention of— and they were called the sons of Issachar. Yes, Issachar. They, they knew what the times and the seasons were. Mm-hmm. Could we become sons of Issachar now? Could that be the thing that we would kind of lean into as the body of Christ? Could we begin to get an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying? Uh, if there's any encouragement that I could bring to you right now, it would be that, that you would allow the Spirit of God to have access to you, that you would begin to break off all your own fetters, yes. whatever they might be, on all unforgiveness. Uh, All offenses. Boy, if there's anything the enemy is going to come at us with in this season, it's going to be offense and fear. That's right. The two big ones, offense and fear. If you can just conquer some of those hills right now and begin to just fall at the feet of Jesus and ask him, God, break the spirit of fear off of me.
1: You know, one thing that is valid about this, the enemy, you know, sometimes he makes up things. But sometimes he knows there's a grain of, of uh, fear in you, or a grain of sin in you, mm-hmm. he knows exactly where that is because he's the guy who planted that grain there. That's but right. he knows how to exacerbate that. He knows how to uh, capitalize on that to make you know you know you've sinned. All of sin sudden, come short of the glory of God. So you've got some sin in there, and he's gonna. He's going to spend time going, that sin is terrible. You, you're not even worthy to be called a believer. And so he's going to spend time pull, tearing you down while God is saying, you know what, the thing that's in you, I'm going to use that as a springboard into you having an intimate relationship with me. Yes. And so exactly. that's what's going on right now. Yes, and my yes. listening friend, you and I, Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. You go, well, oh, that's a nice scripture. That was for then and not now. Oh, baby, it's for <laughs> now. Because if we don't get purged of these things, mm. how can he use us? Yeah. But the enemy goes, don't worry, I'll use them. That's right. Yeah. No,
2: the shaking is already coming. <laughs> yes. The We're going
1: to find out more about that in the next segments, my friend. Buckle up. We, we spent this first hour setting things up for the wild, crazy stuff that's going on in this second hour of Come Together San Diego. So John Rutke and I will talk more about that when we come right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away.
3: I'll tell the world.
0: Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on KPraise.
1: Welcome back, my friends. Uh, the top of the second hour of Come Together San Diego with a uh, commanding topic. The topic is the world is going down the garbage disposal right now <laughs> and we we want to figure out god has a plan the bible talks about the the uh, judgment begins in the house of the lord and also god is going to raise up or is raising up what john rutke talked about the sons of issachar those are people in scripture that talked about uh they knew the signs of the times and what we ought to do and there's a group of people that uh, i believe that john rutke is one of those sons of issachar you may be one as well but uh, our producer of this show, Christiane Lawrence, asked a pertinent question now. And the pertinent question is, uh, how do we get there? What What do we What do we do about this? You know, a lot of people uh, are familiar with some of the things that are going on just enough to make them nervous. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how to be impacted and rise to the occasion. I've got some thoughts on this as well. But I want to hear what you have to say, John, because, you know, it, it's it's— there's somebody that goes, danger, 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 the bad guys are coming, the bad guys are coming. Okay, what do I do, grab a pitchfork? Well, <laughs> uh, well what do I do? What, what's, you know, what line of defense or what line of offense do I need to take? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you start this uh, answer, and then we'll see where Holy Spirit takes us. John y- Rutke. Y-
2: you know, I believe that God is calling the ecclesia. Right, the called out ones. The called out yes. ones. You know, we look at ourselves as church people. God is transitioning us from church people to kingdom people. Mm -hmm. You've come into a kingdom that knows no end. You have been born from above and you can now perceive this kingdom. Sure. And so uh, I believe that, you know, the key to this right now is for each and every single person that's listening to this right now that you begin to seek the kingdom of God like you've never done before, mm-hmm. and his righteousness. Yes. Listen, the devil will, can accuse you all day long of this and that and all that kind of stuff, but did, did you know that your righteousness is in a person? It's not even in who you are. He says that that he who knew no sin became sin, sin for right. us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. So there's a, there's a changeover. So... You've got to get up and over that hump, so that the devil doesn't beat you into the ground, so that you can now step up and step in. And it, and if there has been things that have held you down, yes. as far as sin or and, yes, some of those things are very valid. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, and you know, uh, there's all kinds of things how the enemy can throw things at you and strongholds over your life. But right now, God is moving with such power. There is, I'm telling you, you can get free from if there is those kinds of things holding you back. So you can step up and step into the fullness of what Jesus has for you. And and I'm saying what that looks like is this. Open up your house. Have people over. Begin to get out of yourself, to share your life with people. Begin to be a witness for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Open up your mouth. Proclaim who Jesus is. There's a dying world out there. Yes. Somebody did that for me. Yes. Almost 50 years ago, I was up on a college campus. I was a devout Buddhist. I walked up to that college campus that day, Kaz, and I said, God of the universe, you tell me who you are. I was a starting quarterback at this college. I go into this quad with all my boys hanging out, and I had that question mm-hmm. in my mind that went up like a prayer into the air. God heard that prayer. Sent a guy over to talk to me with in front of all my friends yes. with a four spiritual laws little uh, uh, yeah, booklet. booklet. Yeah, and he said, "Listen, God spoke to me and to t- tell you, it's Jesus Christ. That's who you're looking for." Yes, in front of all my friends. Yeah, and guess what happened? Yeah, I got saved. Yeah,
1: and what happened? Everybody else is watching as well.
2: Yeah. So like, so so the somebody somebody reached out to you. Why don't you reach out to somebody else yes. and start to become get on the offense instead of being on the defense? Yes. You know the devil the devil will try to do everything in his power to keep you off to get you as part of the audience. See, we've been in the yep. church world, been building audiences yep. when God is wanting to build an army. Yes, it is time for all of us to get off the bleachers, get onto the court, and let's start playing.
1: You know, one of the things that I think is a restraint for many people from doing that is the Bible talks about confess and forsake your sins. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, in a church environment, it's you know you kind of learn by observing the pastor or other leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing they're doing some things maybe they shouldn't be doing, but you know that they're they're not confessing and forsaking; they're hiding and burying. Yeah. And what what God and this, this is a time, you know what was the uh, uh asbury uh, yeah. revival thing that yeah. was going on there mm-hmm. it happened with a young man who confessed his sins basically yeah. he was some of his shortcomings and he made that he exposed that and god immediately I- intervened on his behalf and he became healed and he began worshiping and praising god there's there's a level of that that we in the church environment go we got to hide our our past yes. instead of confessing our exactly. past. Because if I'm sitting in a room with you and you're confessing your past and turning from it, I go, I can identify with that person because I have a few little things that I'm buried myself. Mm-hmm. And I need, when you confess and forsake them, yeah. not only does it purify and empower you, other people look at it and say, I can do that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the church is actually the church, and the church is not being parlayed by the enemy going, you, you're still hiding some stuff there. How dare you speak to all these people about these pure holy things when I know what you got hidden inside, yes. when we confess and forsake these kind of things. And that's an empowerment. The enemy goes, ah, I thought I was going to use that as a wedge. Can't do that anymore.
2: <laughs> We've got about two or three minutes. and I want to dig more deeply
1: in this in the rest of the segment.
2: Aklesia. Aklesia. Called out ones. Good. Those who have been called out. Listen, forget your title. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... I I feel sorry for these poor guys that have pastor slapped on them. Yes. And they're they're not close to even being a pastor. But they've had that title. Do do you know that there's not one person called pastor in the New Testament? My. Not one person. It is an office. Mm-hmm. That term pastor actually means shepherd. Sure. And I've it, go, met it goes it goes way back. Few. I think Jeremiah or one, yes, one of the I, ancient Exactly. Th- I have prophetical books. I have met far and few guys who say they're a pastor that are real shepherds. Yes. And so there's fivefold ministry apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And so, you know, God has and there there is one purpose in this group. Equip the people yes. to do the work of the ministry. Not do the ministry, not be a superstar, not to hold all of the that title in front of people. And now you're bound to this title. Well, what about if you're bound by sin? Yes. But you've got the title. So you've got to be perfect. Well, guess what? We're we're just normal people that love Jesus, and that want to see the kingdom of God move forward. That that is the call of that fivefold ministry. Yes,
1: yes. And there's so many causes out there. I mean, yeah. you 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 know, it can be family related things, or it can be educational related things, it can be governmental related things, any one of a number of different things, and. You, 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 my listening friend, are maybe tied to one more than some of the others. Find a, a, a need there, like it, you know, maybe my kids are in school. Maybe I get involved in the school council mm-hmm. and make a stand. Yeah. And you, but then when you make a stand, have other people with you to support you. You, you know, a lot of these guys that are in this different either school districts or different governmental things or any one of a number of different things, a lot of them are just following the flow of what other people are doing. And, and they go, well, okay, I'll just follow what they're doing. They know in their heart of hearts that it is not right, but they don't know what to do about it. Mm. God puts you in that environment so you can speak out and live it out and make people change. But by your own willingness, you know, willingness to stand your ground and have somebody to your left and to your right, and the world's going to change. About uh, 30 seconds, and we're going to jump, jump into
2: the next segments. After Ecclesia a is a governmental structure. Yeah. It has to do with the kingdom. We are agents for that kingdom. Yes, God wants to make you an agent for that kingdom.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk more about that, but I'm going to give you some specifics here. Uh, we talked about some of the movies that are happening, and this one movie talking about um, uh, Jim Caviezel starring in it, and the name of the movie is "The Sound of Freedom." I'm going to use that as a proof text of what we're talking about, and give some examples of things that are going on in San Diego County and beyond that deal with. Uh, child abuse, child trafficking, and things like that that are happening right now in this community in different stores around San Diego County and uh, different things that are crossing the border. We're going to talk a little bit about that. That's just one example of how you can get involved. We're going to talk more about that because this is putting rubber to the road, my friends, as John Rutke and Kaz come right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More come together, San Diego is just moments away. Come together, San Diego with Kaz Taylor on KPRS.
1: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together, San Diego. John Rutke is with me. He's a power powerhouse, and uh, he, he showed me some, you know, emotional scars. I mean, I've, I've seen—I haven't seen literal scars, but I know he and I have similar scars in many different areas about you know sometimes living life for the lord people let you down mm. and so those are scars and i may have caused a few scars in other people's lives as well but god's using that to purge us and prepare us for great powerful things john uh in the earlier parts of the show we talked about different movies and different events you know um the what did you call it in in the the move, the movement the jesus revolution well jesus revolution but also the at the college that was going on there the asbury asbury yes. college mm-hmm. and things like that yeah. and the chosen yeah. and god seems to be bringing to four different media that actually speaks it in the face of what the enemy is doing and uh, i want to use this as an illustration of what you my listening friend can do one of the questions you ask And I know you ask it, and we ask it too. What can we do about it? You know, we're hearing all this stuff about making your stand and things like that. Define what that means. So I'm just going to spend a little time on this, and I know it's going to have you launch into a few other things because you had a similar story about child trafficking and things like that, Mm. John Rutke. Mm. And we want to talk about that, but maybe that will also escalate or uh, reveal some other things. You just talked about casting a demon out of somebody recently and, and, and how it got a million views on a different uh, YouTube page or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's remarkable. You're listening to this broadcast and you're going, what do you mean casting demons out? What do you mean things that are going on in child trafficking and things like that? What can I do about that? I mean, it's far beyond what I can even envision. God's saying, I I need to empower you and you need to make your stand against the wiles of the enemy. And a lot of times we tend to go, that's too tough. I'm just going to stick with the Scriptures that I know, and you know, we will go back and get our kids to school, and we just do all these different things like we did ten years ago, five years ago, three years ago. No, church has changed, hasn't it, John? Big time. Wow. Okay, so I want to share something with you, John, and my listening friend. Um, many of you will not even be familiar with the term flashpoint, uh, and that's a, a TV broadcast out of the Victory Channel, and uh, they're doing a live. They were doing a live broadcast uh, last yesterday on on june 9th and they were in ohio and there's a movie coming out called the sound of freedom the guy who's starring that is jim Caviezel, who who was you know the passion of the christ basically he was christ in mel gibson's movie and uh, he was he's playing this role uh, and here's the deal they've it's, it's been produced for Half a dozen years already, but it's never been the right time to release it. but now, with what's going on on our borders and what's going on in, in the abortion issues and things like that, particularly in California um, and, and and when you, when you realize these young kids are coming across the border and they're really unattended other than with people that have ulterior motives tied to them, um, this movie, The Sound of Freedom is actually airing on the fourth of, of July in theaters all over the country, but it's it, 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 the movie theaters look and see if there's going to be enough interest that they can expand it to other you know uh, other shows and other days and things like that. This is something that you need to pay attention to, but it also is uh, uh, showing showcasing the dangers that are going on in this earth. And my Christian friends, if this is something that you're uncomfortable with. You know, have your children leave the room, but you need to hear about this because this is really happening, and this is one of the things that if you know we need to attend to, and I'm going to give you some real situations here, but some things that you can do about this, and then John maybe in the next segment is going to talk about his point of view as it dealt with this child trafficking things. He has some experience on dealing with this with some other people that he's been partnering with or friends with, and it's going to, it's going to help you understand where we are in this earth you know and it's not you know it's not this wonderful fairy tale thing the enemy is real right john the enemy's real <laughs> he's,
2: he's very real
1: and uh we have put the danger stuff on the back burner it's time to take it off the back burner and yeah. realize what's going on so the uh this flashpoint uh, television broadcast last night uh was live in ohio and there's a <clears throat> a guy who was i believe formerly on the seal teams and he's you never really retire from the SEAL teams, but he's was he's being employed by others now, and his purpose is to take these uh, Navy SEAL teams and go into other areas uh, uh, of the world, you, you know, like uh, maybe <clears throat> uh, South America, Colombia, and also in areas of the United States as well, and extry, actually extricate these places that are actually, you, you know, uh, that actually have children there that they're being totally abused. One of the interesting facts that he said about this uh, was how how the United States is the number one, get this, the number one consumer of child uh, abuse, child sex uh, in the world, the number one uh, consumer of child sex and pornography, the Mm. number one consumer. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mexico is Mm. its number one provider. Mm. And here we are in San Diego, we're right there we're right on that threshold of things that are going on there and he was <clears throat> and i'm get, these are going to be tough facts i'm going to give to you right now but i want you to realize that god is saying these things are going on you know and it's, it's you know you go well i'm just going to kind of deal with a school board thing or i'm going to deal with something uh, i'm just going to do a, a a bible study in my house and that'll take care of it oh no it's far deeper than that and from a child fa- tra- trafficking point of view uh, these children that are being brought across the border and abused, they say that a child may be used, uh, r- raped, I'm, I'm going to say that word, maybe 10 or 15 times in a single day. Mm. And we're, right now, you know, barbiturates and, and, and drugs and things like that, you can, you purchase them and it's over with. This, you know, the t- child trafficking uh, component is something that can be used and, and use, ab- abused and abused and abused. And once the child has... Lost, the, their childhood has been ab- totally abused. Then they they use the they use the parts of the child. Uh, I, I know this is hard to hear, my listening friend, but this is going on in our very own borders right now. And there are ways to stand against these things. A lot of it is to support the people that are uh, s- standing the ground. This movie, uh, "The Sound of Freedom," coming on July fourth. It actually showcases uh, an actual child uh, that was taken and the child child's little brother comes to Jim Caviezel who plays the role of Tim Ballard this uh, former seal and um and says would you find my sister uh, and so he he delves into this whole child trafficking thing my listening friend it's i don't have words for it but these are these are people that are actually going out there. They're tracking down the cartels in these foreign countries and even in less foreign countries. You know, South America and Colombia and other areas are also things that are going on in our own San Diego, in our own Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? Hmm. And they're tracking down these cartel people, and they, they're finding them. They are, and then they're they're stealing back, taking back these children. My my listening friend. Uh, words cannot express any thoughts as I describe this, John. I know this is heartrending, and it, it, I apologize, it, friends, it, but I,
2: it needs to be told. It's so interesting because yesterday I was on the phone yes. with a friend of mine who has an international ministry, Far-Reaching Ministries, and I he was sharing with me that he was down in Costa Rica in breaking up child uh, trafficking rings. Yes. from the cartels. Yes, it's the cartels who are doing this because they're super organized, and it is a big money business. Sure. And he was telling me how he is now organized enough Delta Navy <laughs> uh, SEALs, yes, yes, yes. CIA, yes. and all X FBI. Mm-hmm. They're all coming together and they're finding ways yes. to attack these cartels, cartels and take them out. Yes. And when I say take them out, take them out of business. Yes,
1: yes, yes. That you talked about making a lot of money uh these people on this show, the, the there is actually three people that uh, Flashpoint, the the host Gene Bailey uh, interviewed. Uh, one was uh, Tim um, uh, Tim Ballard, who was the former mm. SEAL kind of guy, and also Jim Caviezel, who's starring in the movie playing Tim Ballard. And also there was a man who's uh, of Mexican descent named Eduardo, and he's the the film producer, mm. and he says I'm I th- I'm thinking about running for president. Of Mexico, wow! Can you imagine if wow. if God brings some uh, conservatives into the government mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. at election time, mm-hmm. and some conservatives in Mexico, how yeah. oh, this could be turned around in a snap? Yep. So uh, I want you. I want to hear your story, and then we'll talk a little bit about what people can do about this in the next segments. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, right my right. listening friend, I hope you're buckled in because, <laughs> this, and this is hard to listen to, but we as the ecclesia, the called out ones, need to make a godly stand. What's that look like? What does that sound like? John Rutke and I will talk to you more about that when we come right back.
0: More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor.
1: Well, hello, my friends. Yes, back. John Rutke and I are here. John Rutke uh, has had a lot of experience with the Jesus movement through the years, and there is a new Jesus movement happening right now. And you would ask, but what do I need to do to be involved in that? First of all, the mentality comes out of the church mentality and into a kingdom mentality. And the rules are different in a kingdom mentality. It is an intimate, it's not being so well-versed you can toss a scripture here and there. It is having an intimate relationship with the Lord through Holy Spirit and then as holy spirit whispers something in your heart and mind and he, and then it's time to be activated and obey and that's where we are right now john i'm going to uh just we're talking john at the, during the commercial break you said this is a very heavyweight topic we're talking about child trafficking and 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 things like that and what we can do about that um, um before you go i know you you're right it is a heavyweight topic but these are the kind of things we're going to be confronted with and you had spent some time talking about In an environment you were recently in, people were had evil evil spirits cast out of them. (laughs) So so I want to talk. Listen, folks, we're in those times right now. You know, we're talking about child trafficking. I'm understanding that this is the size of this business is gigantic. A person used the term 150 billion dollar business per year. 150 billion dollar business. That is absolutely amazing and God says yeah you're you're using it and you're going against my kids you're going you're killing my kids you're abusing my kids <laughs> and so we're going to talk a little bit in a minute or so about the the uh, movie the sound of freedom but you had some insights about, about this personally about some of your friends as well why don't you take a minute or two and talk about—or a few minutes to talk about this, John Rutke?
2: Well, I, I was in this conversation yesterday with this uh, guy who has a uh, global ministry yeah. and a very efficient, very powerful ministry that is really impacting all over the world. And uh, he has already taken 1,800 people out of Afghanistan. Wow. And so, uh, again, these was all going to be people that would be trafficked in that particular region. But he was just sharing the story with me about what happened down in Costa Rica, Well wow. where he put a little team together. They went after the cartels. Now these
1: are basically SEALs and... Uh, yeah, Navy seals. Navy SEALs. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. and Delta Force yes. guys that are ex-Navy yeah. SEALs that are born-again Christians yeah. that love Jesus. <laughs> so they go down there. So there's a passion in these guys to go take these guys uh, and get these kids away from these people. So they did an undercover sting where... They showed the guys, the kids. Now, who's the, who are the guys? The, the cartel, cartel guy? guys. Yeah. Where they could rape the kids behind these waterfalls. I know this sounds horrible. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. It's hard to imagine that people could be this evil. Yes. But let me tell you something. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And yes. we're, our war is not against flesh and yes. blood, but against powers and principalities. We've got these demonic Molech demon. spirits that are coming after our children. That's crazy. And so he said that, uh, they said, take them behind the waterfalls. You can rape them there. That way you cannot listen. Nobody will hear their screams. And you can discard them if you choose to, uh, because that was a big uh, open area where all the uh, crocodiles were. Oh, my. Yeah. And so he, he did it as casually like a business transaction. And all those kinds of things and so you know of course they busted these guys and pulled the kids and brought them to safety
1: that was a way for them to yeah yeah congregate and them got them all area. prosecuted yes 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 and
2: yes. he has now built a relationship with uh, the the congressman of the uh Costa Rican government oh my my yeah so you know i mean god's on the move on these kinds of things too but you know if we could support these kinds That's of people this this is uh uh, a ministry, well worth yes, reporting, yes, yes, and you'll you'll also. Well, have you know, some I want to talk
1: share. just a little bit about this. Is one one of the many ways you can be involved? You know, one of the things I, I appreciate when it talked about this uh, Tim Ballard, who was the well, I think the former Navy Seal played for by played played by Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were talking about some of the things that we can actually do. This movie is being released. Get this on July fourth it's only a one-time release because the movie theaters are apprehensive to uh, allow more time for a movie that they aren't sure is going to have the population that it's going to so one of the ways that you can do this is participate in this movie July 4th if you just go uh, uh to let me let me give you an address the name of the movie movie organization uh is called angel.com and i saw it on flashport uh, flashpoint um, and it was called angel.com and then forward slash uh, flashpoint or, or an email. Now, here's a, here's one of the way you talk about doing Bible studies and groups and things like that. Why don't you get, get a group together and and and, and send an, an information to groups at com and take a whole bunch of people there, but all the money that they're garnering is actually being used to send the SEAL teams and the different people out there to uh, vindicate these kids. And if you're tracking the things that are going on here, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of the good guys taking out the bad guys. But are you going to hear it in today's news? No. No. But you, but what you can do is you can become involved in this. And, and and I really encourage you to go see this movie. It's going to open your eyes. It's going to open your eyes. I'm going to go see it on, on July 4th. But then this is going to and it will help you get a fast track on what you can do to stand your ground in the ugly things that are going on. John?
2: Yeah, I, I think that uh, as much as you can get involved in these days in anything, we need to be proactive, and yes. not reactive anymore. That's right. We need to be again getting off the bench and getting into the sure. game
1: and praying about it is good. But yes, pr- pray about it with legs. In other words, in, in other words, yeah. don't just use verbiage. Do a- actions. Yes, and, yeah. And, and, yeah, and make your stand and <clears throat> share what you know with other people and let them share what they know with you and. Uh, Uh, let's make a stand and uh, let's speak out. And uh, wherever opportunity to support uh, different people that are doing these kind of things, uh, do it. Here here we are, we're the body of Christ, come on. We're supposed to be standing
2: (laughs) the ground. Yeah, you know, the scriptures are very clear. Be doers of the word, Mm -hmm. not hearers only. You know, listen, if you want to move in the kingdom of God, you must be a doer of the word. It's an active action thing. It's a proactive deal. The ecclesia is meant to be a governmental structure on the earth representing Jesus Christ.
1: Say that again. A governmental structure. Here we have governmental structures that have gone awry. Yes. But the real, you know, the Bible talks about the governments upon His shoulders. That's it. And if if we're we're kowtowing to the other governments and disregarding or putting on the back burner Mm -hmm. the government of God, we're embracing. Man's kingdom
2: instead of the kingdom of God. That's right. And it, the angel Gabriel yes. came to Mary and said that he, he will be of his father David's kingdom, and of his kingdom there will never be, be an be end. end. And here we are 2,000 years later talking about this kingdom. And it is as real as real can be, as as real as I can see this microphone in front of my face. That's as real as the kingdom of God is. You really see it when you go into deliverance. Maybe we can share about that on the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. But but I'm just sensing now that, you know, for some of you that are listening to this right now, try to be proactive. Listen, if you're hearing this, that means that you're going to be uh, required to do something of what we're talking about. So again, be a... Be a doer, not That's just right. a hearer only. That's right. Once
1: again, this movie uh, is going to be in theaters this this July 4th. Dig, dig it out. Uh, you know, angel.com forward slash Flashpoint. Or if you want to get a group together, group at angel.com see what's going on there and let Holy Spirit say, and here's what you can do to yeah. circumvent that. There's going to be a lot of things and a lot of people that have different pieces of this puzzle, yeah. but it, it also can go with education in the school with your school boards or whatever your line of work is. If you're uh, in the financial institutions or if you're uh A farmer, whatever you are, there's different ways that you can make your stand. It's time for you to be vocal. We're going to talk more about what this looks like when, you know, uh, John Rutke and I talk about this in the last segment. We're going to do summarize things and he's going to talk to you about some of the nitty gritty about getting the evil out of us and Holy Spirit into us. John, are you game for that?
2: I'm all about
1: it. Yes, you are when we come right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my
1: friends. Well, this is the last part of Come
0: Together San Diego.
1: Every show, we have eight segments going from five to pm. to 7 p.m. And this is the last segment. what we try to do in these segments is to kind of um, activate the people and summarize the things that have been going on. But the big question we're going to try to answer right now, and John Rutke is with me. Uh, he was involved in the Jesus movement. We've talked a little bit about that throughout the show. But, John, I, I know your heart is really—that was the then, and God is in the now as well. <laughs> so what do we do in the now? I want you to talk to our listeners, however the Holy Spirit stirs you to do that. And uh, we'll close at near the top of the hour. And, and I'm, I want to hand it to you and let you rock and roll, brother.
2: Sounds good. Listen, I believe that God is calling forth a remnant. Like, you're going to hear that term mm-hmm. quite a bit, a remnant. remnant. He's calling a remnant out. I believe that there's a shaking that's about ready to hit America on the lines of something like we've never seen before. I think it's going to hit the financial market. I think it's going to hit every group of people you could ever imagine. You know, um, there's no hiding from what is getting ready to happen. Everything that can be shaken is about ready to be shaken. I believe that the Lord is going to draw a line right down the middle of the sand. And you're either going to go woke or you're going to get it awakened. Yes. Those are the only two alternatives you have as far as the body of Christ goes. And so we're going to see a big split that comes down the, me- the middle of this whole thing. And the Lord is about ready to plunder whole community groups. I believe that there's going to be a big swell— Of people coming from the Jewish community. God is going to unravel and pull the veil back over so many Jews. In fact, in the Jesus movement, Jews for Jesus was birthed Mm -hmm. because there were so many Jews coming to Jesus. And they needed community. And by the way, the body of Christ needs to be a community of people. It doesn't need to be an organization, it needs to be an organism.
1: Say that again, so pertinent.
2: Yeah, the body of Christ doesn't need to be an organization, it needs to be an organism. Yes. That's how God has intended the ecclesia to be, an organism. One that has feeding from one another, not feeding off of one another, but being able to flow together as one. All these things that Kaz has been talking about, about unity and God pulling the body of Christ together— this is going to be a sovereign move of God, what God is going to bring here. But God is wanting now for us to go far from the big screens, smoke machines, and skinny jeans, and he's about ready to bring (laughs) in the real deal. And he's about ready to show up on levels like you can never even imagine. He is going to bear his arm to his people like never before. Mm -hmm. And As the shaking begins to come, there's a spirit of fear that's going to try to come like a tidal wave over us. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. We must stay in under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty God and allow the Lord Jesus Christ to become preeminent in everything and who we are and what we are and what he's called you to do. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all so you must come to terms with this right now this is this is a make or break time for many many people on, you've got to come with both feet in now you cannot be wavering between the world or and and all these other things are distractions listen god i'm praying for the our political system be, to be shaken to the very core yes. the corruption level that we've seen in this last couple years has just been staggering and it is bringing hopelessness and despair to many people well let me tell you something hope is alive god is alive god is about ready to do some things our kingdom is not of this world remember that this is not it's not about this this terra firma here he has called us to a greater place and god is about ready to do some things in this hour like never before no question
1: so uh, I know you're a- active. You you're not just saying with words. You you're activating this in your own environment. I mean you you're meeting with people, Bible study what kind of things. But you're also one of the things you talk about the Jews coming into the fold, uh, and as they should. They're, they're they're the God's you know the Jew first, and also to the to the Greek. But also there's another component here that we we are beginning to see. And it's really an unchurched group of people. They're the young people. Yes. And I, I know that you have good, strong relationships with the younger people. Yes. They see things differently than the church, churchified people. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And yeah. m- much of what they see, they're going to say. You know that that person's blowing smoke. You yeah. know, I, I've seen them behind the scenes, and what they preach, they ain't doing. Right. These these are young people that say, "I want the real thing." Period. And God's saying to His church, "You need to want the real thing as well." It's me, and quit following religious dogma, and follow me, and let me connect you horizontally with other people. My older friends, you may be connected to a younger person. Young person, you may be connected through God to an older person. Glean from each other. Older person, glean from the zeal, and a young person goes, that's a battle. I can handle that battle. It's no problem. I'll just go on in. And you're going to be, if you're an older person, you'd be a word of wisdom saying, I did this in my early days, too. Let me tell you some things to watch out for. And all of a sudden, if one can chase 1,000, two can chase 10,000, and a three-fold cord is not easily broken. We've yeah. got four or five minutes. John Rutke, you want to pray, declare? what? What's your heart content?
2: Listen, God is raising up an Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Yes, move of God. Everybody's going to be involved. Yes. You know, every move of God has believed that this is the end-time
0: move. Well, I really believe this is the end-time <laughs> really, move really, now. Really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and, and yeah.
1: before you could just pick one Scripture and say, see, this Scripture proves it. Right yeah. now you open the Bible and the Scriptures yeah. are
0: everywhere, it's everywhere,
2: everywhere. It's everywhere. and And so, you know, God is about ready to pour it out. Again, what you want to be is it's not so much ability as availability. And if you just make yourself available to God right now— He will begin to use you. He will begin to lead you. He will begin to guide you. God's hand is not short in this season. So I would get my heart, my life, you know, uh, get your life in order. And order it according to the kingdom of God. Let me just—is it okay if I pray?
1: I was going to ask you to do so.
2: Okay. Father, we just thank you right now. If, if, If you're not driving, just lift up your hands right now and surrender to Jesus. Listen again if he's not lord of all he's not, if he's not lord lord of all he has no place to be able to move in your life you've got to surrender everything to him just surrender it all to him right now surrender your kids mm-hmm. surrender your business mm-hmm. surrender all of these things listen god sees it he knows he, he understands he he his arm is not short So, Father, we just pray right now in Jesus' mighty name, I pray, God, let the shalom, shalom, the peace that passes all understanding come upon your people, Lord. God, I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you begin to move with great power over these who are listening right now. Those of you who are, are surrendering and lifting up your hands to him, I just pray the power of the Holy Spirit just come upon you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, yes. That the Spirit of God just begin to be released over your life like never before. Break every stronghold, every, everything that has kept you in any level of bondage. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command it to be broken now in Jesus' name. Yes. We thank you, Lord.
1: Yes. You know, talking about prayer, there's another phrase that rhymes with prayer and is called declare. One of the things that we do is we say, okay, we, we toss up a prayer end of deal but part of the the prayer is the declare the declaration of these things so i'm going to speak a declaration based on john's prayer into you and i'm going to say holy spirit is in the process of breaking through any of that hard ground in your heart right now and you're going to begin to see manifestations or illustrations of that breakthrough when holy spirit brings somebody into your life or you're going to see a bumper sticker or you're going to see a a billboard or somebody in an environment that you normally traffic Traffic is the wrong word what we're talking about these days, but that you visit like a grocery store or whatever, and somebody's going to say a, a word that may not even be a word that they thought was a, a a godly you know you know a word in scripture, but they're going to give you a word and you're going to say that's a word for me, and I want you to be obedient to what Holy Spirit is telling you to do. He wants you to hear God. Come to know his character come to know his identity and I want you to be listening because God's going to use uh, people and places and things that you may not even be aware of and 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 maybe somebody that's going to meet you is give you an encouraging word or whatever it is and I want you to be listening because Holy Spirit is going to orchestrate something in you to you and through you like you won't believe but you have to be listen and obey I declare the empowerment of listening and obeying. We've got about a minute, minute and a half. John Rutke.
2: Know who you are in Jesus Christ. Your identity is in him. Your righteousness is in him. He's a savior. He's a baptizer. He's a healer. (laughs) He's a provider. He's our deliverer. Look to him. That's right. In him alone. That's right.
1: And my listening friend, uh, Come Together San Diego, our whole heart cry is to encourage people to come together. Come together in two different ways. Come together vertically with the Lord and come together horizontally with others. And all of a sudden you'll find when you take the vertical and the horizontal together, it creates the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God wants us to go back to the cross and see where God wants to take us. We're in a vital time. About 30 seconds, give the last... Jesus
2: is Lord.
1: Jesus is Lord. So my listening friend, it's, it's been a, a thrill chatting with you and bringing John Rutke in, uh, talking about the Jesus movement yesterday, today, and forever. And you're going to be seeing that, uh, be seeing that, uh, illustrating itself in your life if you just pray, listen, obey, and declare what God tells you. See you again next week, John Ruckey. Thank you for joining me on the broadcast. You're a remarkable buddy, a remarkable buddy. I appreciate <laughs> thank
0: you, it. Cass.
2: What a joy.
1: God bless you guys. See you next week.
0: Thanks for joining Cass Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell a co-worker. And then let's all come together, San Diego, next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K Praise.